0: Watch out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibusters. Filibuster Freestyle. It's the Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster, Filip Freestyle. Filibuster Freestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your buddy Gavin. Labor Day Monday. December. Excuse me, let's slow down. September 3rd. Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster Freestyle dot It's where you can find us. It's Labor Day. Hopefully you were off. I took the day off, but I'm working for you here in the freestyle. Coming up is the commissioner of the filibuster Freestyle Fantasy Football League, Andy Maslin. It's been a while since he's done a little rant of the month. We're going to get him on. I've got a little mini rant myself. We're also going to cover a couple other little hot topics. Before we do, let me say one thing. You know how I will oftentimes say, hey, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on SoundCloud, leave a review, et cetera, et cetera. Well, last week's guest, Adam Stockstill, is over here. When he was trying to subscribe, he didn't realize that the podcast app on his iPhone, for those of you with an iPhone, is the exact same thing as subscribing on iTunes to the Filibuster Freestyle. So if you haven't done it yet, hit your podcast button on your iPhone. Start typing in the word filibuster freestyle, we'll pop up. Subscribe to us, leave us a review, tell your friends to do the same. We really appreciate it. It's a free podcast. We're working on Labor Day. It's all we could ask. Coming up next, the maestro down in Florida, Andy Maslin. All right, guys, as I promised you, it's Andy Maslin. He is back. And actually, Andy Maslin visited the, the home studio. The home neighborhood of Plaza Midwood. Andy, let's bring you in on that, first of all. How did you enjoy your business trip to the great state of North Carolina back last month? Oh, it was
1: a great time. Um, I really enjoyed the Plaza Midwood area. I enjoyed seeing my friend Gavin Viano, and I learned that South Carolina is kind of the trashy younger brother of North Carolina.
0: Yeah, you know, you really... Again, I hasten to even say it uh, over the pod here because you kind of have to see it yourself to believe it. Is that fair?
1: I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you enter South Carolina, and you don't even need the sign entering South Carolina. As soon as you're there, you know it.
0: Yes. Everything, the road, from the asphalt to the trees to everything else, you just know.
1: Yeah. Great place to buy fireworks.
0: No question. But. And there's, there's plenty of them available, which is fantastic, too.
1: Yes. I, I'm actually amazed, because they have them in Florida, too. Like These fireworks warehouses, like right off the the highway, like, all over the place. It's like, how often are you buying fireworks to keep you in business year-round?
0: Yeah, I've always wondered that, because even back in the day, as you remember being from Massachusetts, like me, you would go to New Hampshire, maybe maybe sometimes Rhode Island or, like, Connecticut, to get fireworks because you couldn't get them in Massachusetts. But it's kind of like a Halloween store. You know, like, Halloween stores are only around, like, two months a year but fireworks stores they don't shut down the other ten months a year they're always open so somebody must be buying fireworks
1: business must be booming
0: fake fake bombs nice <laughs> <laughs> I can only I can only imagine some of the uses for those um, so interesting though you, you bring up South Carolina which is I don't think ever been one of our places listening and that's really strange when places like the Philippines and India and Senegal are listening, but not South Carolina, you know?
1: I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the people in those countries really know what's going on. Maybe in South Carolina, they're just too busy lighting up fireworks.
0: Maybe. Maybe they can't hear the audio podcast because the fireworks are too loud. But in Slovenia, they can hear it. They can hear it. It's crazy. Pa- very possible. Plausible and possible. So listen, we haven't had, had you on for a rant of the month in a while. Uh, do you want to start? Or I have like a little mini, like, you know, observation rant, if you will, um, as well. I can do that or you can do that. What do you want to I do? Have, I have
1: one thing that I have to bring up first. Please. I, I recently found out that, like, Croatia is a beautiful country. Yeah. Like, there's Yacht Week there. There's all this stuff going on, and it's a great place to visit. In my mind, it was war-torn and impoverished. It's
0: not. Yeah, you no, know, that's a fun fact, and you're, it's a true fact.
1: I mean, I, I know, like, like I, you know, the country didn't exist when I was growing up, I guess, so that's why I don't know that much about it. Yes. But it's come out well. The past few years have been real good for
0: it. What it seemed like happened, if we want to do a little crash geography course, is that Croatia used to be one of the, I believe, six countries that formed Yugoslavia.
1: Yes, and I believe the rest of them are all war-torn, and I think, I think Croatia is fine.
0: I will put it this way. I think Croatia made it out the best yes so that's fair but yeah Croatia's supposed to be all the rage right now to be honest um lot going on a lot of positive things they filmed Game of Thrones there um so but like they film like the red Keep and stuff not the wall if they film the wall that's bad you know but anyway yeah
1: yeah and you know decent decent run in the World Cup this year great run
0: came in second place right yes sir and it's like eight million people in their country and meanwhile, by the way, that, that, that fact is probably way off. But anyway, they probably had $30 million. Uh, By the way, the, America can't even beat Trinidad and Tobago to, for a, a trip to the World Cup. Uh, that, was a, that was a real thing.
1: Trinidad and Tobago, real good soccer power. Real big soccer well, power.
0: They beat America. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, rant of the month for me, it's a little mini rant. It's kind of like me being me being petulant. So, the other day I'm going for a run when I run, I don't run in headphones. I don't run like with like a – I don't even bring my phone usually. I'm usually just running with like the keys to my house, and that's it, right? So I'm running up this hill, up this hill, mind you, because it's North Carolina. It's August at the time. It's 90 degrees, and I'm running uphill. So I'm not in a great spot to stop, Um so this, this this woman is on one of those bikes. Do you guys have those bikes down in Sarasota yet? That are like they just leave them wherever they want, and you pay you pay like a buck on your credit card or your phone to drive it around.
1: We don't, but I've seen them in, in some other places. The bikes and the scooters, and you just head, download the app and you scan them, yes. and you literally just drop them on the
0: sidewalk when you're done. Correct, but 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 you made the most important point, which is you need to scan the app and have money in your account, and then rent the bike. Yes.
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty simple concept. They're
0: not free. So this woman, who's probably you know, in her 20s, whatever, looked a little bit disheveled. She's on one of these bikes. I think it was a MoBike, to give an unofficial bike, leave your bike anywhere you want, sponsor of the week, to MoBike. Anyway, so she tries to stop me, and she's like, hey, listen, we don't have any money. We don't have any food. And I'm like, I'm literally running with nothing on me, uphill. What would I possibly want to do? <laughs> How can I help you? And she's like, no, you don't understand. I'm like, I literally have no money. And you clearly have money on your phone because you got that bike. Yeah. <laughs> if you're rich enough to ride a MoBike, you're rich enough to eat. Yeah. It's like, I'm
1: walking. You're on a bike. You're in a bed. Well, you're running. You're on two feet. You're on, She's on two wheels. She's technically in a better yeah, spot. Yeah, she's
0: riding a right bike now. downhill. I'm running uphill. I'm the one who asks you for a ride or money. You have money on your phone. You know how I know? You got a MoBike.
1: <laughs> yeah. They, they like stay locked until they get
0: Correct. unlocked. Correct. Like, so I'm yeah. not saying that you're not hard up. I'm just saying I'm not the right guy to ask.
1: Yes. Very Very true.
0: Okay. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> I'm
1: going with my rant of the week and it's, it's the people who say out loud in conversation they say fake. You bring something up and they say fake news. It's like no. That is something that our idiotic president says when he doesn't like a report on him. He says fake news, no matter how true it is. If you say fake news to me in the middle of a conversation, that means you've probably done no research on it, you know nothing about it, and you know no facts about it. You just don't like what I'm saying, so you say fake news, and you sound like a complete and total jackass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's amazing, too, is the fact that you have... You know, it's not like you're – of all the pundits in the freestyle, you know, there, we got plenty of guys who are a lot more, like, bleeding-heart liberal than Andy Maslin. But this um, – the phrase you just uttered and all the ridiculousness that has come with this last two years or so of, of presidency has driven even guys who are basically Republicans like yourself to, like, pretty much hate <laughs> – Everybody to the the right of them, or who's dumber than them, who doesn't do any reading.
1: It's it's mind-blowing how dumb some of these people are. And it seems to me that the dumber you are, the lower your IQ, the lower your ability to actually think on your own, the more you like to talk about it, and the more you like to post it on Facebook. It's like, you've never been the smartest guy in the room, you're not now. Just shut up.
0: Right, but they go into the bubble, because they only kind of post... With the exception of you, apparently, because a lot of people feel safe having debates with you, and I'm not sure why.
1: Uh, uh, oh, oh, but like yeah, these people I speak of, they'll post their pro-tru- pro-Trump stuff, their anti-Obama stuff, um, which Obama has nothing to do with anything. He has no power. He's not the president anymore. Right. Um, his, his two terms are up. Um, they're, you know, whatever they want to post. And then their band of merry men, their 12 people in the bubble, say, yeah, you're right, yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> you tell Trump him. You tell Pence. him, Johnny.
1: Case. Yeah, you know, it's like. Yeah, I have one guy who posts all this stuff. Who, when he attacks Obama, puts some hundred fifty billion dollars he gave to someone to build nuclear nuclear bombs. I don't know, Iran, Iraq. Santa Golf, maybe Philippines. I don't know. We gave him to somebody. He puts that in the same sentence as um, letting uh, men in the women's bathroom because of LGB- LGBTQ. It's like, oh, wait a minute, how are they even remotely on the? Yeah,
0: they're not related. They're not really related. Oh.
1: Yeah, well, I don't
0: know. That's I, not a I, conversation I, you have simultaneously. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, and it's like, you people are all morons. And it's gotten to the point where even if I agree with them, they're just so dumb, I want to argue with them and be like, no, you're an idiot. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, that's one of the things that I've noticed is we're now at a point where we're even arguing with people that we fundamentally agree with in certain situations just because of the way that they're arguing. You know what I mean? Like... We, yeah, we're at a place where even the people we used to kind of agree with, we now vehemently just want to, we just want to take them down. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Like, like, if a company
1: comes up, companies have been supporting politicians as long as politicians have been around. Now, I've never in my life, you know, yes, I've heard boycott this, boycott that. But now, if someone donates to one side, the other side wants to boycott them. If someone, if the other side donates, the other side's boycotting. It's like... Listen. If you like a product, buy it. If they're really like doing something terrible to people and things like that, yes, boycott it. But just because they like the they they like the party that you don't like, you're not going to buy their product. You, like what? You only want to be surrounded by like minded people. You only want to support people that do exactly what you want to do. You want no diversity. You want no challenge on anything. What's wrong with people on both sides? It's it's not it's not just. Not just the right, not just the left. It's everybody. It's ridiculous. Well,
0: people are just—they um, just don't want to deal with, uh, like you said, they, they don't want the challenge of having to actually know the facts and, and sway sway a mind anymore. They just want—they just want what they want, and they want the bubble to confirm what they want is right, and that's it. But, it, but the funny it, part it, is fake,
1: fake news, Gavin. My well, bubble is right.
0: Correct. But the funny part is. <laughs> That that company that just gave money to whoever that you don't like, they probably gave money to your guy too because they literally hedge their bets every single time. Exactly. They literally, they're pleasing none of the people and all the people simultaneously, and they literally don't care because they don't care who's in office because they know they bought them anyway
1: might even be right number three of the day. The people who go on Facebook and then complain about Facebook and bitch about how bad Facebook is and how awful Facebook is and Zuckerberg this and Zuckerberg that and then I'm sure it's going to bloom in uh, six months to a year or two, or six months to a year, because we haven't seen it recently, where a bunch of people put out something that say, I do not give Facebook permission to use my pictures, blah, 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 blah. Okay, you moron. You agreed to the terms of service. <laughs> Read them. Just because you post that you don't want Facebook to do something. I don't know what's in the terms of service. I really don't care. I know there are certain things legally they can and can't do, but if they really want to do it, they can do it anyways. If you don't like Facebook, if you can- can't stand Zuckerberg. If you can't stand anything on Facebook, if you if you can't if you don't want to go with the terms of service, don't use Facebook.
0: Yep, got to be on MySpace like me. <laughs> my, MySpace It's like, just me. It's my... just me and the guy Tom or whoever. Yeah, <laughs> no, Tom's all out. Oh, did he? It's just me. Just you. It did feel pretty lonely.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you still probably have your. Yeah, I mean, do you switch your song every day?
0: Oh man, I switched my song. I do a different Nicki Minaj song every hour. Yeah, that boy. But you know, that's, that's me. That's me living my dream, you know? Um, speaking of living dreams, uh, let's go a little tennis action because the US opens on and you are our lawn and tennis and uh, grass sports expert. And uh-huh. we've actually been, uh, and this is my fault. Uh, I I have not had you on enough this summer to talk about lawn and turf sports. So let's talk about the hard courts on the US Open 50th year. First of all, Novak Djokovic is back and I mean not just back playing but back winning. Very formidable player. Are you good to see, are you glad to see the Joker back in the mix?
1: I like Joker back. I, I've said it before. I, I feel like Joker is kind of the forgotten man between Federer and Nadal, and he's just on the same level as them. I, I root for Joker whenever I can.
0: Okay, well, he will w- face the winner of the currently the, I'm watching, Roger Federer versus this dude named Millman match. Um, and the thing about Federer these days at 37 years old is he could win this match easily. He could lose. You just never know with a 37-year-old man playing tennis. But, um I do root for the Federer-Djokovic quarterfinal match. It's kind of a little too early for him to play, but it's, it should be a hell of a match.
1: Yeah, it's, it's weird now with, with Federer being old, older, Djokovic not being what he was, them not playing the amount of tournaments as they used to, and, and just it affects their ranking just ever so slightly that they can now meet earlier in the mm-hmm, tournament in mm-hmm. the quarters rather than the semis or the finals. Yeah. It's, it's also, I will say, it's also been an interesting dynamic for the past... Not the past couple of years, but before that, with all with the three of them—Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic—all being really good—is that depending on the draw and depending who's won two, or three, there have been some great um, semifinals Semis. matches mm-hmm. where, it's, where it's not just the one and the two, and you know they're going to clash in the finals.
0: Yeah, no, it's like, and sometimes the way I think the way it worked out at Wimbledon, for instance, or whatever. It wasn't Wimbledon, but whatever. It was, yeah. Djokovic played Nadal. An epic match, and then the winner got like Kevin Anderson, and of course, Djokovic like walked all over Kevin Anderson in the final. It was like the semifinal was the final, and everybody knew it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, a couple things. Um, you mentioned I asked you because since Labor Day is for the labor la- laborers. Oh <laughs> boy, Labor Day is for the laborers. Do you have any fun work-related stories? And you said no because work stinks. That's fair. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I'm, I mean, it's, it's it's a great day off. It's it's. Um... I'm glad I work for a company that gives me the day off, but it's, it's, I don't know, I've just become jaded. It's like, it's not like there's less work to do. Now, I just, it's great having the day off. I'd much rather be at home than at work. But now I have a lot, I had a lot to work, a lot of work to do on Friday um, that I kind of blew off because I had a long weekend coming up. But now I'm going to come in tomorrow and all this stuff still has to get done. So.
0: Yeah, I do, you think the one good thing about the, the Monday off is that everybody essentially mails in that Friday.
1: Yeah. I I, I was having this conversation with one of my coworkers. You would think that the bosses, I was saying this at my company, you think of the bosses at like 2 o'clock, 2.30, would just be like, hey, you know what? Everyone get out of here. Right. You're not losing anything on productivity because you're, no one's doing anything.
0: And you're saving money on, on the lights.
1: <laughs> it, 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 but you're, you're just gaining so much like credibility. Oh, they let us leave a couple hours early. You know, hey, I sat around and did nothing for two hours, but I was there.
0: <laughs> right. Well, the funny you thing, is, all... too, is I, I feel like they always, on Memorial Day, they do give you that one. They're like, hey, everybody, get out of here early. And it's like La- Labor Day is Memorial Day is like, you know, you know, honestly, it's, it's your last, it's really your last ditch ever before Thanksgiving, you know, like people, yeah. what, what's two more hours on a Friday? I feel you. Yeah,
1: I, 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 I think Labor Day, I, I would prefer, like, I, I worked for a company for a while that I always gave us the four, on all the three-day weekends. They gave us the four-day weekend, they gave us a Friday off, which was great, but especially up there, up in the north. That may that, that first week that last week in May first week of June wherever it is that's not always good beach weather yet sometimes no. it's still cold it's you know we're the end of the summer you're really getting if you're looking to be the, the outside guy it's really where it's at
0: yeah and the best time of the year to be like on Cape Cod unfortunately is actually like right now until like September fifteenth yeah and so yeah give people the extra two hours on a Friday for goodness sakes but anyway Happy Labor Day to everybody out there for sure we love the laborers. Um, speaking, of, uh, including our buddy Jeremy Johnson, who, who's come on here. He's obviously a very pro labor guy, and we're we're pro labor too. We, we're working stiffs so we need we need we need benefits. Um, but let me let's get into. Our, I mentioned Jeremy because he's in our fantasy football league. I mentioned on the the intro to the show that you were not a part of, Andy. You are the commish of the fantasy football league of the filibuster freestyle. And this year we have a weird dynamic, and the weird dynamic is we have. Uh 20% of the league is diehard Philadelphia Eagles fans. And what the Eagles fans haven't quite yet realized is that starting like Thursday night, not only does nobody care anymore, but literally every team's coming for your butt every week for the next four months. And so the parade jokes and the blah blah blah, like it's it's definitely over, but they're getting their last 72 hours. And so um you know, I think it's going to be a fun year because I think the, the Eagles fans are not ready to be... It's kind of like you said earlier with the president. The president probably wasn't ready to be the president, and I don't think Eagles fans are ready to be the defending champions. How's that hot take?
1: Well, I, I, here, here's the thing, and this all started in the group message. Dan, Dan Ruddle said he wanted to come on and talk about the, um, the, the banner raising. The banner raising... I'm gonna compare it to your fantasy football team, whatever whoever you are. Your fantasy football
0: Ooh, team. Oh, I know where you're going, the, and I like it.
1: The banner raising—if your team's putting it up, it's awesome. It's a great experience. I've literally sat at Gillette Stadium for three of them. Um, it's really cool. If you're a fan of the team, it's awesome. Just like your fantasy football team is awesome. You love. trading guys, picking up guys, setting your lineup every week. Everyone outside of you and everyone outside of your fan base could care less about your fantasy football team or you raising the flag. It has nothing to do with this season. It has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) If your team wins and you have a chance to go there, great. It's good for you. Good for your fans. No one else cares. It has nothing to do with anything, you've already won your championship, you've already had your parade, you've already celebrated. You're onto a new season where you said everyone's coming for you, the team is different, there are many different faces on, on the field. Like, no one else cares, right? It's not really like new outside of Philadelphia, it's not really news-ready.
0: Also, again, I, I like to keep pointing out the fact that let's say it mattered, let's just say it mattered for five seconds, right? Well, first of all, that makes us even in Super Bowls because the Pats beat the Eagles, you know, in Super Bowl 39, okay? Um, The Pats, sorry, the Pats, the Celtics did not have their two best players and still beat the 76ers in the NBA playoffs, you know? uh, The the Red Sox and the Phillies split the season series, but no one cared because it's regular season baseball and the Phillies might not even make the playoffs. And to your point earlier, we're starting a brand new season in 48 hours. Get your heads out of your trophy closets and on the field because you're about to get your block knocked off.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I, I don't know. Like I, I'm a different type of New England fan than than most. I look at it. I think the Patriots are right where they should be in Super Bowls. You know, they yeah, they, they played probably,
0: eight or nine. They got they, they got four they or probably, five. They
1: probably should. They they should have lost to the to the. To the um, Falcons you know, and Seahawks, and they should have. To the Falcons and the Seahawks, and they, they should have beat, the beat, beat the Giants both times. Giants, they probably should have lost to the Rams on the first one. You know, <laughs> they were they they weren't as good a team, and they came out and played well. I, listen, I wish they'd won the Super Bowl, but I'm not like heartbroken over it. I'm not crying over it. It, it, it happened. It was a good game. Pass didn't play well. Like I'm not, you know, I, I thought Belichick made some bad decisions.
0: Let me ask you this. Let me ask you
1: this. We have have a good chance of winning it this year.
0: Speaking speaking of things that that no one is ever going to know the answer to, and it doesn't matter anymore, will we ever get a 30 for 30 short on why Malcolm Butler didn't play?
1: (laughs) No. Because I think there's something, I don't know, I still think there's something a little more than he had a bad week of practice. Yes. Uh, Um. And he probably will never come out and tell it because it will make him look bad. That must be and, it. And Belichick's just not, doesn't, it, It's to him it's over.
0: Right. The punishment was not playing. I mean... The punishment was costing your team the Super Bowl potentially. And to your point, because the, the only reason it's not coming out is because Butler knows it was Butler's fault. Yeah. Yeah, he's been
1: way too cordial and... And no, it was what it was about it for it to be nothing.
0: Yeah, super interesting. And, and, and again, to your point though, really weird, really unfortunate that like it, it was a story because if any team dislikes distractions, it's those guys. But you know, a fascinating what the hell happened for us to all probably take to our graves.
1: <laughs> yeah, I you know. I don't know, and like I said, you know, we line up. This this is the thing. As a Patriots fan in the Belichick or Brady era, the season kicks off this week, and we know it going in. We're going to be one of the top four four to five teams in the league, no matter what. Yeah. And it's 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 a great great feeling to have. Yes, I know the the run will be over at some point, but as of right now. If the Pats go 11 and 5, that's disappointing. Most cities celebrate that.
0: Correct. Let me ask you a question. How do you think the 49ers are going to be with Jimmy G? 8 and 8. Think be like, so he's going to come back to earth a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I
1: mean, if, I mean 8 and 8, I, I don't see it far, too far off from 10 and 6 or 6 and 10. Um, Correct.
0: It's game of inches, as they say.
1: You know, eight, 8 and 8, 9 and 7. I just, I just think that's, that's where it is.
0: Okay. Uh, what about – let's go let's go Red Sox real quick. I mean, they had a little mini – they've been having a little mini blip lately, but obviously they're still winning a few games too, and the Yankees haven't exactly been crushing it, crushing it. So, I mean, I think they're going to – they're probably going to win the AL East. They're probably going to have home field throughout. I mean, do you – I just don't – do you trust the pitching? Um, I
1: t- – yeah. In my mind, Sale being on the DL right now Is just keeping him ready for the playoffs I think they saw they were up 9.5 or 10 Or whatever it was There was some stiffness or inflammation Like, let's just shut him down yeah. I trust the pitching enough The bullpen's been shaky um, But you know what? You knew the Sox were going to come back down to earth a little bit I happen to look at—I was just looking at the standings earlier and, and when you're that many games out It's so hard for people to catch you Because uh, you have to play so well And have the other team kind of tank the path, the the past, the Sox and the Yankees are five and five in their last ten. Yeah. you know it's it's tough to catch them like that. Um, I'd like to see the Sox start playing a little bit better, um, but I think they're they're on cruise control. I mean, it's been wrapped up. I mean, I think I saw it's at eight and a half right now.
0: I'm yeah, the fun. Yankees win or lose tonight? I'll look it up while you're talking. Yankees lost 6 to 3. Okay, then it's back to 8.5. Yeah.
1: So it's at 8.5. I mean, I think between the rest of the month, it's going to get down to six six games again. It'll be back up to nine. nine. You know what I mean? Like,
0: Well, they have, I think, six, six, six to, to eight, eight games Yankees. remaining. Is it six games left? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. Hopefully, going into that last weekend, the Sox will have it wrapped up because they have them. I don't know if it's three or four the last weekend of the season. Yeah, that's what I would like um, to see
0: is basically whatever happens, just have if there's four games left, be up by five. Be, you know, remove the drama. You know, try to win them. Want to win them? Obviously, everything. But it'd be nice to not have them be do or die. But if they are, so be it.
1: Yeah, and like I, I don't love. I actually like the new wild card setup. Um, I'll get into that, and I'll do my 30-second rant on that. Nice. (laughs) But I don't like the fact that the, the Sox will play the Yanks in the divisional round. Correct. If the Yanks get by. Correct. But I like the wild card because, I mean, the wild card benefited the Red Sox, I think, in their first two titles, if not three of them. Um, you know, they won yes. for the wild card spot because other than playing on the road in the first round, there was no difference between winning the division and winning the wild card. Correct. N- now y- there is emphasis emphasis on winning the division, so you don't end up in a one game playoff.
0: Yeah, because you really don't want to put your entire season on nine innings.
1: Yeah um, The other thing is uh, The one thing the Sox Will have As a huge advantage Into the playoff Well could have As a huge advantage If the Yankees Somehow stumble In the I'm rooting for the A's To take Overtake the Yankees So that playoff game
0: Oh it's in Oakland
1: is in Oakland. I mean the the Sox will have that huge advantage anyways because they'll be able to set up their rotation and they you know they'll have that day off and the Yanks are going to have to throw, you know, their number one and any throw anybody they can yes. to win that game and then have to come back and play the Sox two days later, you know, they'll have a day off and then play the Sox. But if that game's in Oakland and either team has to fly cross country and play the Sox, it would be an even bigger advantage.
0: That's well said. So I, I, I feel good about, I feel good about it. I, I just, I'd love to see them get back to the big, you know, the big dance. And by the big dance, I mean I'd love to see them play for all the marbles again. You know, it's been five, six years. It's been five years. Um, you know, we've been through. You know, John Farrell's gone. Um, you know, let's let's see if Alex Cora can do exactly what Tito. Did. Actually, think about this. Listen to this hot, hot take. Tito Francona, first season as Red Sox manager, won the World Series. John Farrell, first season as Red Sox manager, won the World Series. Bobby Bob Valentine, not so much. Um, but anyway, two out of the last three Red Sox managers have won, have won the World Series in their first year. So maybe Alex Cora makes it, makes it three out of four.
1: It would be, it would be great. I mean, I mean if they have the horses
0: to do it. And by the um, way, to the Eagles fans, we are still a baseball town. This Patriots thing has been a nice thing, but we, we care more if the Red Sox win anyway.
1: Um, Yes, yes, and um, I don't know. What's more edgy, Sweet Caroline or or Hell's Bells or Thunderstruck or what was it?
0: I think it was uh, Crazy Train.
1: Crazy Train. Uh, What's more edgy?
0: Now I want to know what the Eagles come out to besides Fly Eagles Fly, which is like a high school school song.
1: Fly Eagles Fly. Edgy though, edgy.
0: The problem with that division, the NFC East, is that all the teams have a dumb high school fight song. Oh, yeah, the Dolphins have one too. Oh. Uh, guys, guys, listen up. When we, one time when Andy and I were at a Dolphins Patriots game, Andy mocked sang the Dolphins Miami Dolphins fan <laughs> song to the fans, and we all we all had a really really aggressive Sunday afternoon.
1: <laughs> I was singing it perfectly in tune.
0: <laughs> I think you were actually purposely not on tune. I
1: don't, than, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I. I'm. I am do I'm not the lead singer of Drilling Threes. I could not sing it on tune if I wanted to. But
0: that day you Dr- could. That day you could have been good old Drilling Threes.
1: Also, Drilling Threes, America's favorite party band.
0: That's right. Hire him for your next Labor Day party in 365 days. Um, all right, man. Stick around. Catch up. We'll get out of here on that. Appreciate you coming on the pod with basically no notice. Um, and listen, everybody, <sighs> do what Andy Maslin. Andy, you have, you have an iPhone, right? Yes, sir. And you use the podcast app on your iPhone? Yes, sir. So everybody else, if you have an iPhone, do what Andy does. Do what last week's guest, Adam Stockstill, still did. Go on the podcast app. Start typing the word filibuster. We'll pop up. Subscribe to us. Maybe even leave a review. It's that easy. Andy, anything else to say? Nah, everyone have a great week at work. <laughs> Four-day week, baby. NFL's coming your way next. Here we go.